Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. We got Dan over there working on the volumes. Yep. Check it, check, check. Yep. We got uh, Ross. You never know. I might scream randomly if you're yeah, checking you the volumes. Loud in my ears. I sound loud in your ears. <laughs> we got Let's Rocky. Take him off, man. That's good. I feel like he's like you. You're so used to his voice. You got the two yeah. of you yeah. spend ta- so much time together. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, we spend so much time together to where like he'll talk sometimes. I don't even hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel like it's just your own thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> just like conscience. <laughs> Is that you. The driver already hanging out in the studio. Yes. What's well, good? Woo, 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 woo. It's been a minute since we've hung out like in a microphoned recording conversational setting. It's probably, nice. honestly, yeah. that one's probably a few years. Yeah, like our uh, like a real conversation in a studio. Right, yes. Right. I, I talked to you too briefly at like a radio room. Yep. Right around my friend Dahmer coming out. Mm-hmm. Powerful movie. Yeah, that was, that was fun. It's I, really dark and creepy and freaking awesome. But yeah. there's been so much life that's happened to the two of you since then. Mm-hmm. I, I, where do we start? Like, okay, we'll start at the beginning, I think. Okay. Who's the driver era? The driver era is Rocky and I. That's good. We, we've been living together now. Well, we, we had been living together since we moved out, really. Mm-hmm. But originally, we moved into a house with R5, and we were doing that whole thing, and we'd make music that way. Um, but now the driver era is basically our collaborations and music right now. Why yeah. the driver era? It, we, we were struggling to find a name for a really long time. And um, we, had, we had decided on a name that wasn't going to make it. It just, it wasn't, yeah. it didn't quite sum up what we wanted to do. What was it? Don't, I don't know if we can tell you. It's pretty yeah, bad. No, we've, uh, yeah, I, I don't think we'll ever tell anybody that. It's, it's kind of where we arrived at. But no, the we, the the name, the driver era just came about from just like a conversation we were having while, I think we were driving to a party or something. We were like, yo, that other name just ain't right. Um, but it just it just represents like, it kind of just represents what's what's happening now and just where we are and where the world's at and, and just kind of like, it just is. It feels very present, and that's what we liked about it. Yeah, but it, it really it just happened in a conversation, and we were like, "That's the name." Yeah, you know, when you know, you know. Exactly. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Who yeah. brought it up first? Uh, I think I said it. I was like, I was like, dude. I think it's the driver era or something. Yeah, like that. I think someone was actually filming us at this moment. Like, I don't know why they're filming us. Rylan, like, bro, Rylan, yeah. our little brother was in the back seat, yeah, I was and driving. he was just like filming just yeah. for fun, capturing history. Yeah, yeah, and we were just like talking about technology like and, and like and just, yeah, and philosophy and and just random shit. Yeah. And then I said the driver era, and Rocky was like. Dude, that's the band name. Yeah, I was like, dude, the other one's trash now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Using that other one, yeah. what are we thinking? Yeah. So yeah. you say it describes <laughs> present, right? But like, it, it it feels so forward at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. there's momentum to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're heading somewhere. It's at least a constant. You know? Yeah. 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 It, like that's. It feels past, past, present, and future oriented all in the same time. I think that's why we yeah. liked it. Yeah. Ever. Exactly. How does the creative process change now that it's just the two of you? Because you were running like a creative collective, a creative hub when mm. it was you and all the siblings working on R5 stuff. Ha- has there been any major changes? Um, Yeah, I would say one thing is we're doing everything independent now, um, which in the in the like grand scheme of things really changes how 
the music is made, uh, how the, how the visuals are seen now, how just basically everything that has to do with the band now just comes down to what we think and what we want. Um, you went from having a thousand cooks in the kitchen, exactly, to two, right? Ba- yeah, kind, so, pretty much. Yeah, um, S- scary. That's yeah. what we're learning. Actually, we're we're kind of we realized last year like if something's not going the way we wanted to, or something turned out bad, or whatever it is, it's our fault. It's no longer like oh, it was like what's this guy doing over here? What's you know what I mean? It was yeah. easy to point fingers and easy to to kind of just blame not yourself. Mm. But reality is, it's nah. If anything kind of goes wrong or you're pissed off about something, it's like nah, it's something we kind of messed up. But Basically. at the same time, you lack the leverage that all those cooks maybe brought to the kitchen. Totally. Right. Totally. But right. it's creatively freeing. It's creatively freeing and restricting all at the same time because you don't have the resources as well to make certain visions or visuals become a reality. But you can do exactly what you want. Right. Yeah. But so there's certain make... sacrifices in that. Yeah. But are they worth it? And right now, for us in this time in our career, it is. Yeah. The music is great. Obviously crazy different yeah. than anything else. How'd you know it was time to move on from R5? Was there a moment that you remember? Um, We actually had flirted with the idea a year prior to actually it coming to a conclusion. Um, where we were just kind of like, hey, like, maybe should we change names of the band? Or like, should we do this? Should we do that? Um because we wanted to just we were kind of in a little bit of a bubble and we wanted to figure out like how we could move forward and I guess the best way to move forward was to start new Yeah. so we decided to go with the driver I think the the moment that we actually decided that we were going to do that we were on tour in South America yeah I was about to say I think we were on like a rooftop or something yeah 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 we like snuck oh yeah I think we went up with um one of our guitar techs and Rylan, our, one of yeah. our other brothers, and we were just like on this roof, just like kind of kicking it. And we were like, yo, maybe like, <laughs> yeah. maybe the time's now. Um, and just kind of started started happening. Which is kind of a unique place for that all to go down because South America, you're popular here in the States. You mm-hmm. guys draw an awesome crowd. But in South America, it's even, it's amplified, right? Like, yeah. yeah, definitely. It's bigger than big. So you have all these people loving R5 downstairs and you're on a rooftop. Discussing the possibilities of <laughs> of it leaving not it behind. being a thing anymore. Right. Yeah, that is kind of ironic. Right. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Were you guys not having fun in the band, or? Oh no, we only ever had fun. Okay. We just have. <laughs> we had too much fun to be. We honest. just have a lot of ambition, <laughs> yeah. too. At the same time, so it was. It was just. Uh, it was a. It was a blank canvas to try new ideas with. And to you know, to to try an abstract painting with, because with R five, a lot of people saw certain things, mm-hmm. and um, when you've uh, when you've done when you've like shown people certain a certain product for so long that's attached to like R five or or whatever it may be, the Disney Channel and things like that, people uh, people like that idea and they're comfortable with that idea. So we wanted to to just sh- shake the Shake it all the off. The foundation a little bit. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah shake it off and, a little and, bit. And really start from the ground up, which to me is also, 
the, the whole thing's amazing, and it's a, so happy that it's happening, and it needed to happen, obviously. Mm. But to your point of like those limitations, and you were kind of saying that, right? Like the stigma that's built up and this bubble that's created. Your music was stellar, and the songs were awesome. Like Thanks, the musicianship yeah. and what you guys do on stage and what you leave up there is stellar and really didn't deserve Thank a lot you. of the stigma that was kind of attached to it based on how it was crafted and how it initially erupted. Sure. You know? Sure, sure, sure. And that was a lot of our review, too, was like, I mean, we spent the the majority of our lives at that time just touring, and, and we spent like 10 months on the road every year where we would increasingly become better musicians and better performers and better um, a better band. And so people would come up to us after the show and they'd be like, what are you guys doing? Should, do you need to drop your la- like? Our fans oh, would tell us. Oh, that was this. the best, actually. Yeah. Our fans would literally tell us like, "Hey, you need to drop your label. Yeah, you need to do this. You need to do this because we're seeing be- X, X, and X every <laughs> and night, eating, and no one else this. is. That yeah. was that was actually. So what are you doing? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. they come up and be like, "You guys need a new publicist," or so they'd be like, "What's going on behind the scenes?" Because mm-hmm. something's not right, and we were Cause like, "Because the, the fans trying to figure it out." Yeah. So, yeah. what do you learn from that moment in time? Like, what do you? What's your biggest takeaway from the R5 era? From the R5 era? Um, well, one thing I always try to think of it, or try to remember is it's about the journey, not the destination. Mm-hmm. I know that's kind of a corny line, but it's so true in that like, you got to really just be present in, in with your circumstances that you have and make the best of it. And I definitely think we did with R5. Yeah. Um, and just like going out. Like like after the show, like just wherever city we were in, going and seeing the city and like going to bars and, and really maximizing the opportunities that that gave us. Um, but also I think um, although it gives us a little bit more pressure is, um, you know, maybe let's not have as many cooks in the kitchen right now and let's let's try to make an idea that we like can sort of stand yeah. by, you know? Yeah. Is there um, something you learn from that moment that allows you to be better suited to handling this all on your own? Actually, yeah. I think you can't actually learn like as much as we did without going through it. That's it. So you could you like if say we were to just come together right now and start a band, we would kind of <laughs> have to go through all the same stuff of like, okay, so this is messed up. Now this like and all these random things and we almost have like a college degree of like of that in the music industry of like being in a band and and being a touring musician and like writing and producing and 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 talking to different like labels and and just whatever it is like we literally just have 10 years of that under our belt now and I think the great probably the best thing that we learned from all that is like 90% of the time everything's bull yeah (laughs) for real most for real like if an A&R is telling you something it might as well be <laughs> most of the time. It's, like, I feel like that's usually our, ex- that but, was but, our experience. Are there any examples of what you mean by that? Just no. that, like, certain, <laughs> does not. <laughs> certain promises can be made. People will say certain things to get you to do certain things. Um, and there's, there's, there's not necessarily, you can't expect a follow through. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll say, uh, they'll pump you up, you know. I understand. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll grease you up a little bit. In they'll the tell moment, you you're the greatest you thing. Do this instead yeah, of smart, what you, smart with you know words. what I'm saying? It's sure. all talk and not action, right? But yeah. now accountability is in a whole different way, right? Like, because it's all it's all yours. Yeah. It's, if there's no action. Right. 
There's nothing. Right. Literally. <laughs> is the bottom line. It's almost like you can't blame anybody but yourselves now because you're in full control. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You're the captain. And we're going through shit. that right now. Yeah. Because we're, like, we're making songs. We've literally spent the last like 20, maybe 20 days in our studio just cooking up beats and songs and everything like that. All of which I think are quite good. Um, but now it comes down to like, how, how, how do we really want to represent ourselves and our music? Is it hard for you guys to be like the creators, the judge and the jury on this type of music? Like, is it hard having so few ears to test things on? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Well, we still have, we still have like confidants. Yeah. We have people like Riker, for instance, like we'll send Riker a song and we'll be like, what do you think? Riker actually, um, he just called us. Yeah, before he this. called us on the way here, and he was like, "Yo, say it up to Zach for us." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he he was like, "Yo, dude, don't sleep on this song because it's this song we were messing with um a little while ago," and Riker just loves it, and we're kind of like, "Yeah, it's it's we like the song, like we're still seeing what we're else such going freaking on." Profe- perfectionist. Yeah, Riker's <laughs> over here like, "Don't sleep on it, bro. Don't sleep yeah. on it." And we're like, "All right," so we like played it on the way here in our car. We're like, oh, it's kind of I like it. Tight. Like, how many good. songs are you sitting on right now? That is, there's no answer to that question because it could be a hundred and it could be two, depending on the completion of, of like that song is basically done, but, but we'd still put work on it. That's what I mean. We still mess with it. And then there's like, there's at least like 30 little, Hey, here's like this little like verse chorus thing we got that could be cool. That might just be on an acoustic guitar. So the question, there's no answer, you know? I get it. Yeah. Have you seen your sound transform from Preacher Man to where you're at now? Definitely. Yeah, I feel like every every song has its own its own thing. Like like I feel like people are gonna be telling us that to us for a while. It's just like, yo, low doesn't sound like preacher man, and our next single is probably not gonna sound like low. No, it'll probably sound and also and it's because we're really like we're really trying to make every every single time we start a song, it has to be special for its own reason. Um, Like if you think about any sort of like. Uh, like any hit song they capture a certain essence and no song can really replicate it I get it because uh, it is that essence yeah. so like with yeah. Low like I feel like there's not really another song like it like like Low yeah and people might try to recreate that but Low is Low like snowflakes are all unique, right? But that's also the only way to really kind of do it in a. I've been writing way. songs all like the last few days, dude. My mind is like no, but but it, but it's the truth, right? And but you could also go into this saying we want to have a sound and then strive for that consistently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you're starting from a place of whatever you feel, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. have a vision? Is there like a? Do you have like a roadmap to where? parameters that you're going to create between or do you just you don't limit yourself um there's a combination of both those things we're actually navigating all of that yeah. right now <laughs> it's, it's yeah. exciting right it, it actually, is exciting yeah there it's was stressful. <laughs> um this time last year actually we kind of had an entire roadmap like an entire like all right this is what's going on this is kind of the, this is what the vibe is yeah really I was like, like literally like I made the whole website like we were going I made for all the merch a hot second we, I had um, like video ideas and yeah. everything like um, we were we were like hooked up ready to go yeah and then basically and, he went to Vancouver yeah and it kind of was just like 
stop for a second and rethink everything. Is basically yeah. what happened last well, year. And when you have that time away, yeah. you, you could you could tear anything. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You could no, think well, about anything too much and tear it apart. And that's exactly it. what we did. Exactly we what we did. Too much. And the world is is so instantaneous now yeah. with social media and the internet that it's like if you don't hop on an idea when it's fresh in your head. The, the where it can fit mm-hmm. in the world and where it like could be special it's gone. That windows that window yeah. of opportunity is gone. Yep, that's so, sad though, right? A little bit, yeah. Because the consumption rate is so high that you just take everything for granted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because imagine how much more we would appreciate music if it wasn't on our phone. And uh, yeah, as instant you know? or as uh, yeah, just it's forever changing. Mm-hmm. And obviously, with that again, we get. A lot of more, a lot more opportunities than to f- to find a new window yeah. and to and to um, contribute in a new way, but the old way was is gone now. So we got to find a new way to do it. Yeah. And you're in the process. Uh huh. Yeah. I kind I I love the timing of it all, right? Because I don't think you knew you were going to get Sabrina when you were cooking up driver hour. Yeah, so exactly. At all. It literally, bro. That was last second, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I like they they called me cuz apparently they were having a hard time finding Harvey. Um I heard that. Yeah. And uh and I wasn't doing TV auditions cuz I was like, dude, I'm doing music, I'll do a film here and there. That's cool with me. Why were you set on that? Like why were you locked into the, the film, film game with a really big music focus? Um I like Films lift you up, right? Oh, uh, well, film was was a was a way for me to still have that passion for acting and not have a huge time commitment. Whereas if you're doing TV, like like the Riverdale kids, they, oh. who have a more intense schedule than the Sabrina kids, do 23, 25 episodes a season. Wow. So they spend nine months up in Vancouver every year, and and. Uh, I need more music than that. You know what I'm saying? I get it. So to be able to go do a film like Dahmer and and and, and other films here and there, it was like, cool, Like I'll go spend two months, three months, do a film real quick. Sounds fun. Would you say it's a little bit cooler and classier too? You know the film game? The film game? Elevates your credibility? I, w- I would say five years ago, yeah, but because of Netflix, it doesn't even matter now. You're right. That's what I was it just going to say. It's all the same. It's like, what can I view? Yeah, if it's a TV show, if it's a movie, if it's like that Black Mirror yeah. thing, which was I don't know if y'all saw that. That was pretty sick. Banner Snatch. <laughs> I love the interactivity of it. Yeah, yeah, that was sick. I actually really want to see that. But to answer that question, then too, is like, yeah, I love being on a Netflix show because that's that's where the world is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I'm I'm contributing in that way, and that feels good too. And I'm on a I'm on one of the cool shows because I love Sabrina. I think it's amazing. <laughs> it's so um, cool. Yeah, it's it's rad. I'm on one of the cool shows. I like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's like, sick show. So that's that's like it. that that feels pretty good. The Harvey hair looks um, good on you too. Thanks, I appreciate that. Good luck. <laughs> um, I might I might dye it blonde. We'll see. We'll see. Um, when do you go back? No, when I when I go on tour. But when do you go back to Vancouver? I go up back on right literally after this short tour we just announced. Congratulations so that, on that. That was literally the, thank you. That was literally the only amount of time we had yeah. to do shows was in between the seasons. But the darkness of the two projects and I'm not saying Driver Error is going to always be dark, but it yeah. was a different, just based on color palette, it was a different just vibe than R5, obviously. But the darkness and the maturity kind of lined up with the two things you got going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. The timing's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I think, it, I think it's all, it's all good things. 
the TV show, the driver era, everything that's led us to this point is good things. Or they are good things. Um, and we just, uh, we want to further capitalize <laughs> yeah, so. on it. What's the most surprising thing about Harvey? What surprised you the most about him as a character? Um, I, uh, well, I guess not surprised, but he, um, he has a hard time with the magic. And as like a fan, you really you're going, oh, come magic, on, bro. man. Yeah. yeah, like your girl's trying to give you magic pencils, dude. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, get with it. You know what I'm saying? What That's what that? I'm thinking. Is it's that, like an actor. Is that in part two? Or That's the, the Christmas special. Oh, I, I haven't seen that one. Damn, Rocky, you're behind, Damn, y'all, dude. I'm sorry. My, mom, my <laughs> sister gives you a lot of credit. You guys do a good job of keeping nothing unanswered. Nothing unanswered? Yeah, the Christmas special apparently answered a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I think so, for sure, because that's the first time you really get to see Sabrina after she signed the Book of the Beast. Because in the final episode of of part one, um, she signs her name in the Book of the Beast, and then the episode ends. So you're like, what's going to happen? Um, So that was like your first glimpse into the darker Sabrina. So I thought it was pretty cool. What do you learn from a show like The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? Oh, a lot of things. Um, one of one of our actors is always is always joking around, and she's just like, she's like, I just walk and talk. Like she just shows up and basically like says her words, and then like pieces gets gets out of there. <laughs> um, and I think the reason she says that is because she she presents or. Um, the the reason she has that thought process towards acting is because it frees up a lot of um it it just frees her performance up so she can she can walk into a to a scene and say her lines and say them all in all sorts of different ways and have different facial expressions going on and then the editor has all this to pick from and then her performance ends up being amazing you know what i'm saying wow do you wish There's you could like do a, that well no that i can't so there's a lot of like little tricks in here where it's like okay I'm I'm you you figure out how to kind of um uh create moments in in the show because that's really the actor's job is to like get get juicy moments as as many as you can to really elevate the writing. Um, Does so it- I'm 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 beginning to have a, a a new thought process on acting that's not as much about oh, my character feels this way. For this particular project, it's more about how can I make this scene I get it. the most enjoyable yeah, to watch. Entertaining. I, you know what I'm is, saying? Is that a lack of depth in Harvey or is that just keeping somebody's attention and playing to the moment? I think that's the format in which this show exists. Yeah, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Where if it's Dahmer, it's, it's much more about like, okay, Dude was a serial killer. <laughs> okay. How can I make What was he thinking when he stole the pig out of science class to go dissect later yeah. in his in his shack at the back of his house? That's a little more like what's going through this guy's head? With Harvey, it's they all it's it's all written. It's all on the page for me. So 
You know what I'm saying? I like, totally understand. You're you're. Do you feel more connected to a character like Jeffrey Dahmer because after you play him, you spend so much time with him and as him and in him? No, not necessarily. I think you. I think I feel. Uh, equally invested in both characters although i have a different approach because i'm spending just as much time with and you're still getting to know them. them yeah 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 and even offset like it's such a weird thing acting because you're literally living in an environment and saying certain things that you're supposed to believe so even offset like i'll say things that were that like i'll say like a harvey line in everyday <laughs> life be- because it's it's worked yeah, its do you way believe in? in like manifestation? Yeah, yeah. And like saying and saying things that you want. Oh yes. So I'm doing that, but as a character, you're becoming him slow. Like yeah, he's a part of you. He's like an everyday active. Right. Yeah, he's a right. part of your existence. Yeah. And the more I give my essence to this to this creation, this new person that I'm becoming slash creating, the better it'll be. So it's a really. It's a, it's just a kind of a strange gig. Do you like the challenge? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I've always liked acting, and I, and I like, um, I like the really, I like being able to do different characters. You know, I, I like, um, it as a, just a job in general. But then you get a lot of variety in, in becoming, you know, a doctor or like Harvey or a serial killer. Or, you know, would you credit Austin and Allie with your range or your ability to like tap into all this? I credit Austin and Allie to a lot of my, um, f- uh, to a lot of the fundamental teachings in acting. Um, I had a really good dialogue coach. Um, her name was Laura James. I called her LJ, <laughs> and she would basically make sure that all all of us had our lines down and um, the best choice. Because with acting, it's very much about like, okay, what's your choice? What, how are you going to deliver this line? Um, so she would sit us down um, and just basically make sure we were on our <laughs> uh, and, and part of the things that she would do is like, okay, give me another option. That was your first option. Let's see another one and we'll pick the best one. Um, so just like little things like that. And on a sitcom, you learn like where to stand and, and your blocking and the lighting and like what's your camera um, how to how to make the scene better? What's the um, where's the comedic timing? Like all those all this, the fundamentals of acting. Al- um, I learned on Austin Alley, and that sets you up. That's like a toolkit for you to. I, I it set me up for yeah. sure. I think yeah. at least a foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then from there, it's like, where are you gonna go? <laughs> and from there, I went and I did my friend Dahmer, serial killer. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I awesome thought a leap. Well, I, I also just thought like it's great. It's a leap, bro. Yeah, like what's what's where's the next challenge? You know, which is again like why we're here. It's like what where this is the next. Yeah, it's like next so step, one man. of the one of my um one of my friends on he was in the uh, the crew of Sabrina is always coming up to me and he's always like, "What's your next level, dude? <laughs> like, where's where's the next level? Like, how are you gonna level up as a human? You know, I appreciate that encouragement. I do too. Yeah. It's cool. It's a cool thing to say too, because it makes you think. Like this, this challenge that you're facing right now, is specifically for you. To and, learn from, and to level up, and to level up. So where's your next level? What? 
I could ask you that deep question, but I think you're yeah. experiencing and exploring your next level right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the Driver Hour Foundation is strong. Low is a great record. It, it, I love that song. I don't want to analyze it too much, but I also at the same time do. Is it realizing, <laughs> is it like the, realizing the power of somebody in your life, but only after they're gone? Um... That's I didn't song, write this one. It's funny because I'm that, a fan of it. Just as it's just as yeah, as much as the rest. A lot, a lot of people have uh, thought that song might have like something to do with like a specific someone, but no, it's just uh, it's more just about the feeling of 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 kind of not feeling good. But it's not it's not necessarily like oh this person made me feel that way or um, it's not really about love or anything. It's just. It kind of it does kind of feel like that when you listen to it. I yeah. agree, but uh, yeah, there is no like specific someone. Do you write it alone? Yeah, I wrote and produced it. Are you singing on it too? Yeah, mm-hmm. he so, literally he literally did everything. So you have nothing to do with this song. Not this one. That because he, I was in Vancouver. He was in Vancouver, <laughs> and we were like, you know, FaceTiming, trying to. Yeah, we were attempting to kind of write and send tracks back and forth, but it just it didn't work. Like straight it. up didn't work. So like yeah. I was kind of just he's still doing stuff out there and I was kind of doing stuff here. Which again I think song was, happened. was kind of a, a version of what we were just talking about in leveling up is because it's like it forced me to be able to force me to learn how to create music on my own yeah. without having uh, an opinion to trust. You, and same thing to you. Yeah. And honestly, like Rocky was so amazing about Low is Rocky literally wrote, produced, sang on that song, and he could have mixed it too. Yeah, the mix ain't bad. I'll, I'll be honest. The, the you like the mix that, that you got? I'm saying the mix before I because you send every song to get mixed. Like that's yeah, you, you should. So it sounds great. Um, but he, he but my he mix like, could have mixed that, it. Yeah, like, it wasn't that bad. So you challenge yourself. That was yeah. a level up. Straight up. And so why the two of you was the connection in your relationship and your chemistry always the strongest? Um, I think with music. Yes. Yeah. I think, uh, if you, if you talk about like just other aspects of life when it comes to like, just like the rest of the family or even just individual friends, um, like obviously we, everyone like, you know, everyone has like different friendships, but when it comes to like music creation and, and kind of just music taste and all that it's like i uh, i don't like a song or like something that he dislikes like it's just it's weird when it comes to music i also think we're similarly like um minded we're similarly open-minded like we we both um yeah we're we both like the same things but we're also open for you know like to new to yeah. the new things yeah. yeah um so we we get along in that way and just like trying to find new things to think about or like com- like we're always talking about stuff you know and so like yeah that's kind of why we make music yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. No, I've been writing it. music. I don't know where my head's at. But that's like it's what you need. Like it really. I mean, for you guys to be together in person and to get it done, like Preacher Man, yeah. was that done with you in the same spot? That was in Malibu, yeah. And that's also that was actually when we were still signed. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool. So, like that was like the f- 
Yeah, it was like that was like a transition phase. Actually, is what Preacher Man was. There's only three records right now. Yeah. Out. Well, yeah. Do we have a date for something new? And are you're going to tour no. with just the three records? No, well, no, no. That's <laughs> we literally announced a tour, and we were like, all right, so we got to hit the studio and, and make music and put it out before this tour. Forcing yourself. Yeah. Literally, we like it's like forcing us to do this. So this now. is the deadline. Is yeah, the deadline tour is tour time? If you if you want to release something in like March. <laughs> The deadline's in like two weeks, but we don't really have anything. So, so what is, what's going to happen? Worst case scenario, you guys get in the studio, you're like this, none of this is clicking. And that's like, what that's what's been happening the last week. So then, what happens? I mean, you're going on tour. We just keep going. Okay. Literally, yeah. yeah the last week we've been um, we've been in and out of the studio, and honestly, like like there's a couple things we're like, cool, this has some life here and there, but the rest is trash for sure. So if you, will you play like our five songs on tour? Probably or? not. Okay, so I you like, need to get something done. Well, yeah, yeah. we we I mean <laughs> yeah. we do have we songs. Do. We do. Yeah. We we have songs that I I quite like. Um, who do you have to convince? Nobody. Ourselves. We have to convince ourselves. Yeah, it's, and that's sometimes the hardest part. Yeah. That, Is it one of those right things though, that you're part. like thinking about it too much? You just got to like put it out there because if you sit on it, you're not going to like it. Most it, likely. It, uh, yeah, we've been. We kind of diagnosed ourselves where, yeah, I think we just have overthought all these songs, basically. And I think we arrived at a place where we're like, it's just like, we don't even know what to think anymore. And so, yeah, we kind of just need to get back in the studio and just like, just like shut that off. Because I, I think we did arrive at an unhealthy mindset. I Honestly. Slightly. I think we should just do that. Yeah. <laughs> let's no, just go. Exactly. Let's just like, let's just put them out. Because we have the song. We, we, we have you good like, stuff. That's the title of the album. Like, these songs we kind of like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you think. No, that's the, th- that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> I think people would respect it. Yeah, they're like, like all right, we'll check. Oh, it's not bad. But, but like, if we, straight up, if we played you these songs that we're considering, you'd be like, What's, this yeah, is like, tight. Kind of tight. This is great. I love hearing, like, this is a good song. But it's yourself. Yeah. You're holding yourself back. Yeah, there's this book. There's this book that Rocky turned me on to actually called "The Art of War," um, <laughs> and it's all about certain resistance and how it can um, manifest in your life, or the, the many ways resistance shows itself. Okay. Um, Where's it showing? And now? one of the one of the things is is basically treating something too preciously. I understand uh, that. And uh, I definitely think that's that's part of our case is we're we we just like yeah we're so we're so particular. What fuels this precious feeling or the fact that you feel that this song these songs are so precious? Is it the fact that like if it goes out and God forbid nobody likes it, I don't even know if take, it's that or I, I, an I don't because of yourself. I almost yeah, but probably more that than than the idea of someone not liking it. I don't think we care enough. Of, of people's opinion but also actually at the same time we had been told time and time and time and time again that our music wasn't good enough by certain people you know we were yeah. working with so I think that isn't a good I get that psychological pressure to, to put a young artist under yeah it you messes know? with your head you don't know what's right and you don't really know it's yeah it's not what's wrong but like it's hard for you to tell for yeah. sure you guys, but, but um, but with that being said, like <laughs> you're gonna put something. I out. like these songs. Yeah. <laughs> I do like these songs. Well, if you need ears, you got. You I'm, got a couple I'm sets. probably gonna yeah. play you guys one when this is over. Please. What are you gonna play? The one Riker wants us to release right now. 
Rocky's like, oh, no. <laughs> Is there a See? part of you that likes creating on, on your own then because you don't face this sort of... There's definitely... I think any creative... Uh, there's a very healthy aspect to do things alone and with someone else, actually, because you learn when you are alone, it's like 100%. Um, you're not really worried about what someone else is thinking of what you're doing right now. So, like, you can be messing with something for like an hour or two and you, you don't, you're, you're not questioning what's homeboy in the back thinking right now. Um, so, yeah, I like both. And I think Ross likes both. I think everyone should mm-hmm. try both for sure. You learn something new, yeah, mm-hmm. both ways. Yeah. Do you guys feel like your music ever kind of changes depending on what character you're playing at the time? Hmm. I mean, maybe I didn't. I've never thought about it because you were saying you kind of speak like that character. So I was like, do you start writing like that character? I feel like my the the lyrics that I write and and the melodies that I write usually, um. Are 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 the most me? Okay, um, if that makes sense. So the music is a way for you to escape the character and you get back to yourself. I I, I could you could say that yeah. Okay. Um, I've been I've been I, I, I've been reading again that art is war uh, the war of art book, and um, they also are are basically saying like creation is not really yours like you you almost can't take credit for your own creations because they come from somewhere else everything's inspired right but but not even not even in in terms of another artist more in terms of like another like dimension or something like that like a higher power yeah like a divine energy oh um Something pushed you. Yeah, they say in the book. They say in the, they say in the book. Like, notice how John Lennon never took any credit for the songs that he wrote. Almost. Yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly how they how they state it, but interesting, interesting. Yeah. Ghost Ghostwriter on everything. The universe. <laughs> yeah, the real. universe. I don't know. Wow, God. I get that though, and that's making me think. Jesus Christ. Whoa. Ghostwriter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's pretty oh dumb. <laughs> First tour date, when is it and where? I don't know. When is it? I is <laughs> it's like March thirteenth? It's it's gonna be in Baltimore. <laughs> you guys seem like you're on it. I'm feeling kinda lucky with that guy. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty lucky. I'm not gonna Wait, lie. wait, 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 wait. Did you say it? Baltimore? Yep, March thirteenth. Okay, wait, one second. All right, what do I win if I'm right? Let's look this up. You were so close. That's the second show. Damn. First show is March 13th, Boston. Ooh, Ooh. I was... was. Bees. Yeah. You guys said that you weren't expecting to go on tour. Like, the fans were surprised that you guys would be going on tour, or somebody wasn't expecting it. Why why is that? Um, So we have three songs out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Simple answer. Well, and, and also just because we haven't... So much of the energy has been like, yo, look at this new show I'm on. Yeah. Look at look at the chilling adventures of Sabrina, to where to turn around and be like, "Yo, a tour!" I mean, it's <laughs> everyone's hard, it's, like, uh, "It's hard to compete with Netflix." It is. You know, yeah, they have a lot of money. We were just talking about that show, you, and apparently so that good. was on like, it was well, a lifetime it was show, like a lifetime show, like a year ago, and so nobody knows Released about it. Released on lifetime. Netflix Wait. grabs it. Blows it up and now you know. So let's just show <laughs> no you one the ever power knew. Of Netflix. I, I just binged yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. 
Wow. We just found out yesterday. We were like, wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Great oh. show. Yeah. Couldn't be more excited for season two. So Netflix I'm on episode six. So. Scoop that up. Yeah. And you are you're connected to an even bigger universe, which is the Riverdale universe, because mm. there's going to be there has been crossover, right? There have there hasn't yet, but it's coming. We'll see. I have no. I honestly uh, have no idea. I keep hearing rumors on the internet. Well, I think that's what everyone the wants, lens. and because that's what everyone wants, it's probably going to happen. happen. Yeah. Because it would it would kind of be you gotta, stupid you to please not. the customers. Yeah, you got to absolutely like up. please well, the customers. Why it's business one on one for sure? <laughs> well, for them for to sure. not do that is not a good idea for sure. <laughs> Why do you think you got the part of Harvey? Um, I think uh, in acting, you they everyone you can be a great actor. That's absolutely something, and um, uh, what. Well, <laughs> They're they're not gonna book you based on your acting ability. They're usually gonna book you on your acting ability plus your look and essence combined. Yeah, it's it's more. You know what I'm saying? I so totally I think the reason they wanted me for Harvey is because I possess a certain innocence that Harvey needs. Um, a certain amount of uh, sweetness that they liked. Um, and then the way I look. Uh, I guess they saw Harvey as you know what I'm saying um, but there's there's so many young actors that are coming up to me being like I've auditioned for this and this and this and this and this but it's like you almost have to wait for the right role to come to you so you didn't you didn't even you know? audition that's what you said no I did audition okay I did audition um, but you were one of the last I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I was like their last option like I came in after every other Harvey had auditioned apparently um and my first audition was a chemistry read, which like you basically never do. That's that's like the last step, almost. Yeah, yeah those, that's like it's like okay, cool. Right? We know we like this guy, and he has the chops for the role. So now we're gonna see if he has chemistry with our lead actress. That was my first audition. Wow. Um, so it was just a yeah, it was just a strange process at the beginning, and then I did two more auditions. Uh, the next two days and then they shipped me up to uh, Vancouver <laughs> the day after yeah <laughs> and it's and it's been honestly it's been uh, it's been such a great experience I've loved I've loved it mm-hmm. I love the people that I get to work with and um, I love Vancouver and you're a beautiful part place of an iconic universe an mm-hmm. iconic brand mm-hmm. that really has it'll last forever mm-hmm. it's and cool. it's and it's super fun like I, I like I love it it's a great time <laughs> You like Vancouver? I love it. Yeah. Good people. Super clean. Um, everyone's very focused on the environment it's and like how a, they can help. A clean version of New York and LA together. Yeah. I, I, yeah, definitely. They have good public transpo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have any hopes for Harvey? Um. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got hopes for their characters. You know, everyone wants something twisted to happen to them so they get something juicy to play. Uh, like you know, like everyone wants because it's a demon show. Like once upon a time, I was I would like I would have liked Harvey to maybe have become possessed or something. You know what I'm saying? Because that would have been fun. Um, but uh, you'll have to see the second season. Second season is pretty good. It's it, I I think it's going to be better than the first season. I haven't seen any of it yet, or the second part. We're calling them parts. So the first part is what we've already seen. Second part is going to be coming out in April something, um, 
and I think I think it'll be better than the first part. A statement. Yeah. Whoa. Because it's it's um, it's darker. It's it's sexier. It's more. Um, it's just kind of. It's uh. Roberto used this word to describe the show one time um, but he called it delicious and I think that's like a pretty good way to describe Sabrina dark sexy and delicious oh uh, yeah maybe Sabrina. not maybe not in succession I, but you know what I'm saying like that's I think you should say him in succession I like sure. it that was I'm great <laughs> and you, you you make friends you know yeah yeah and you learn I've, I learned a lot you know passion show year. yeah yeah Jazz Sinclair you friends with her yeah 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 are you dating her um, we're pretty close. <laughs> we're pretty close. Is it Instagram official? Is it's not, it, that's that what the, somebody. That's yeah. what. Uh, uh, what's her name? Katie. Yeah. Uh, said to us. Um, that's how you know. I mean, there. I don't did think she post a picture of you guys on Instagram. <laughs> what's your Facebook status say? <laughs> well. <laughs> I, by the way, I could have done this in a nicer way, in a smooth way. And I'm no, just that's like, cool, dude. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, just rolling. Yeah. What's going on with you and Jazz? Are you dating? Are you not? Um, no, we spend a lot of time with each other, uh, and we really enjoy each other's company. Um, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. To work with somebody and spend this much time with somebody you like and enjoy, and yeah. you, you care about their company, mm-hmm. you don't have to like force yourself to be around them, like Dan and I. <laughs> very jealous. <laughs> very, very envious. Uh, it's nice. It, it breeds creativity and health. Sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's clean, like the city of mm-hmm. Vancouver. Yeah, totally. I want more music from the two of you. Same. I will be showing up to tour whether there's new music or not. No, co- come out yeah, to the definitely Roxy. Come. We're playing definitely the Roxy. Roxy. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah, be yeah, yeah. Come. We're, we're trying to pack that full. That's you our will. spot. Yeah. No, no, no. We we will. Yeah. yeah we. I mean, we have enough friends to, to pack it full anyway. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Even if we don't one have fan any fans coming. Up, it would be, it would <laughs> yeah. still be packed with friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, so, so it'll be fun. I saw you play the auditorium. Uh, was it the Shrine one time? It was sick. The Shrine in LA? Yeah. No, what did you do? There was an auditorium. We played the Greek. Maybe I went to the Greek, but then there was downtown. It was like, it looked like a giant gymnasium. Was it? Uh, I forget what it's called. Was it the club? We went Nokia? to some bar afterwards. No. We went to a bar and there was a taxi inside of the bar. Oh, 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 oh. That's when we went to. Um, when was it? What venue? Dude, was that's, it? that's where we go. That's freaking. There's a big boat in. You mean yeah, the big a boat? boat? Oh, yes. you're talking yeah. about Clifton. Clifton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That place is sweet. Um, but what was you the played show? a show before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called. Uh, oh, it's the Bluebird or the something? The Bluebird or something like that. Bluebird Theater or something? That was a fun show. I, I remember that. Show was sick. Venue was, was yeah. great. Packed to the gills. That was a. Cause, so we were doing this thing at the time called R5 Hangs. Because uh, we had set up all of our instruments in our living room as I'm sure you know I'm sure you came to a few of those nights where we would just like uh, invite a bunch of musician friends over and just hang and just like play music into the night Um, you know a few times we got a police helicopter (laughs) sent on us but we would literally just send a lot of music lovers over and we'd play music so we thought okay let's extend this night for for more people um for like fans to come and hang out, and that's um, the type of show that that was the show. That was the show. So we were like, we're just gonna have our friends open for us. We're just gonna play music and play whatever songs we wanted to play, um, and that was it. It was so much fun. It was super fun. 
I'm excited for the Roxy. I'm excited for this era of your music and this chapter in your journey. It's really exciting. It's cool. Thanks. And I do, to your point, Dan, like I think there is some weird synchronicity between what you're doing musically and what you're doing as a thespian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Currently. For sure. You know? I, for sure. I would describe the, the driver era, you know, darker. Mm-hmm. Not sure about sexy. I mean, I like the outfits <laughs> the two of you are wearing on The driver air is delicious. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'll tell you what. Every time I do a photo shoot, they're like, can we take a shirt off? Yeah, they're like, can we put a banana sling on you? Something. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, my God, that happened once. I was like, definitely do it, bro. Definitely do it. Definitely do <laughs> That's it. flattering. Yeah. Usually people see they're me in a photo shoot setting. They're always trying to take my setting. clothes off, man. Oh, they put parkas on me. It's <laughs> <laughs> incredible. They've done that to me, too. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, anything goes in a photo shoot, yeah. you know? Yeah, 17 parkas in one shoot <laughs> at once. Not healthy. Two very quick questions. Is R5 done forever? Um, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think anything's forever. Yeah. I, I, I seriously don't think forever yeah. exists. Uh, no, honestly, I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Th- that's like a dark answer regarding forever. No, no, it's but like you could just be like. Never I mean, how could it? Never, you know, keep it light. Keep it. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to make it that dark, but it's true. Just think about that for a second. Nothing is forever. Yeah, really. like, jeez, I can't think of something that's forever. Last question. Except maybe the universe expanding. Are you and Laura Morano still friends? I saw people asking about that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. I haven't seen her in a long time. I know she's actually playing the Roxy soon. Yeah, which she is. Funny. is. Oh, let's pull um, up. So yeah, we'll we'll probably go to that and we'll probably say hey. We can watch the show. Let's yeah. roll through. Yeah. yeah. I, live, I live down the street. Do you? I've been to your house. Yeah. Oh, wait, did you move? No, I'm still there. Yeah, I've been there. Dude, I haven't Six been to your house, I don't think. Six spots. <sighs> Come. Mikasa is okay. Mikasa. Yeah. Maybe we'll throw a Laura Morano after party Yo. or a Driver Era after party oh. or both. Oh. Did Austin and Allie sing on the show? Oh. I forget. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So maybe you guys can get on stage, you know, bring back the old times. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. That sounds like exactly what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Yo, honestly. that be a moment. Like, the internet would love it. Yeah, yeah the internet would love it. Do like, from I, I don't one. even, I don't even know like theme song. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily reject the possibility of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. whereas like most people would be like, no, I'm not. I wouldn't do that. Like, you think about it first. Dude, I'm like, yeah, like I'll, I'll play a song. Like, it's chill. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't need to be a yeah, whole big cares, thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like, get it. Yeah, it's a part of you. You know what I mean? You're not going to escape it, no matter how hard you try. Yeah. And you can't. You don't have to be ashamed of it. No, it wasn't a joke. It was great work, <laughs> quality programming, top to bottom. Truly, yeah, yeah. I had a great time, and and you know, a lot of people enjoyed it. That's what that's what we did it for. So mm-hmm. that's what matters, Dan. Yeah, I, I, no, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't oh, say anything yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. asking a question. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you actually trying to be a pilot? Getting your pilot's license? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been put on hold for a minute now. Um but my my, I always go flying with my dad. My dad's got a pilot's license, and he just bought a new wow. plane. So that's crazy. I'm always flying cool. with him. Yeah, freaks me out. Really? Yeah. Have you ever been in a small plane? No, no. I Probably, sit in the back scary, on the biggest scary planes. Plane. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, like I don't have, I don't have cool people in my life. You know, <laughs> you know, no PJ experiences. Well, I'll tell you this: it's just pajamas. It's infinitely more safe than driving down the freeway. You're right. Just probability. So I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll fly with you. Unless you have like a really reckless pilot, <laughs> Ross. <laughs> you good? No, no, no. I'll be. I'm a good pilot. I'm a good pilot. Yeah, it depends on the morning or what happened the night before. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
I That's why they haven't given me my license yet. <laughs> That's Failed it. the drug test. <laughs> All right, we got to get you out of here. Your publicist yeah. is going to like pounce on me. I love the two of you. Dude, you guys are great. Thanks love for you having too, us. Man. It's good seeing you. Ross, Rocky, the driver arrow, put it in your ears. I'm waiting for new music. Come back whenever you want, please. Okay. Dope. Always for and forever. Dan? The, the, she's going to kill us back there. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting those eyes. Right. Right, this podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.